Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of First After 40. This is Trina Gunzel. I'm your host today, and I'm so excited to be able to have my dear friend. I'm going to let her introduce herself in just a minute, but this is a special episode to have a best-selling author on the podcast that is so amazing. I'm so excited she'll still hang out with me after this amazing title as part of this leadership and legacy series. She got upgraded from my author normal interview form to the celebrity interview form. So world, I would love to introduce my wonderful dear friend, Joe. Will you let us know your full name so everybody can be graced by your presence, queen? I love it. You're hilarious. We should have worn tiaras today. Oh, yes. That's the only missing puzzle piece is the tiara, maybe a boa. Again, we'll be ready. We'll be ready. (laughs) You'll laugh too, because I ordered four tiaras yesterday. I did a call last night with clients and I was like, you know, I ordered four tiaras today. I told them that. And they were like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, no, I'm not playing. (laughs) We have pearls for the queen, but there we go. (laughs) All about embracing that self-love and self-care season of our life that we hit after the age of 40. We hit That's it whether right. we want to hit it or not. It appears it appears either as a whisper, a nudge, or a smackdown. That is it, so true. That's <laughs> so true. <laughs> so my name is Joe Davis. I am actually the founder of Lift a Sister Up, um, which is an organization for women supporting and cheering each other on, giving each other a safe place to land and their big hot mess, which we're all a hot mess and it's a beautiful thing. Cool, right? Um, I am also a Reiki master teacher. I'm a death doula, which is like a birth doula, except it's on the way out, helping people exit this life with grace and ease and dignity. Um, I am also what's called an intuitive, which is such a fun friend to have at any dinner party, especially (laughs) me, because I move in and out of all the Claire gifts, not just one, which is an interesting, um, walk to walk in this lifetime. And, um, we were talking earlier about being an introvert or an, an amber, you know, an introvert, an extrovert. And I said, well, I'm an ambivert, but the older I get, the more I become an introvert. And I would say that that's probably um, mainly due to those skills, those gifts that God has given me that I did not ask for, or I must, maybe I did ask for um, as a co-creator of my life. Um, but yeah, so I'm also a best-selling author, I'm co-authoring a book called Living Kindly, Bold Conversations. Um, which was with the amazing Lee Clark, who is the founder of kindly.org, which is a nonprofit that has been um, created to help normalize, you're going to love this, to help normalize random acts of kindness. Oh, beautiful. I love that. Beautiful, right? And so our book hit number one in multiple categories um, here uh, this, this last month or so. And we've done all kinds of things and I give all the credit really I give all the credit to to Lee Clark Leah because um I mean she's up in you know Chicago creating bundles and backpacks for the homeless and like doing all kinds of things with every purchase from this book so the authors don't make a dime again it's called living kindly bold conversations um it's beautiful pink cover gosh I should have had it here sitting next to me um but you'll find it that's right. My iPad. I bought it right away the day that you're trying to get to bestseller and wrote a See, review. That's yes. how you know your people. <laughs> that's, that's right. When you... Reach like that. I was like, of course, and read it right away. And yeah, that's the thing for any friends, real friends, write reviews for their author. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, right. And, and buy the book. We don't even care if you read it, just buy it. <laughs> there you go. It's, a it's, it's okay. It. Yeah. That mission and how it's helping other people. That is beautiful. I, I loved it when you created that because that's one of mine, one of our ways we connected through loving acts of service, kindness. I mean, that's so my model. It's like, oh, it's so you go better than you found it. Right. Yes, absolutely. Well, I'm so glad you're here today and I want everybody to get to know you a little bit more and just on a fun level to kind of warm it up. People are always interested in things that maybe aren't your typical questions. So I want to know some personal things like what's your favorite movie? Oh, oh, you know what comes to mind when you say this? Do you remember the movie Matilda? Oh my gosh. I haven't heard that. Yes. She's the (laughs) little girl with all the magic powers and nobody gets her. I'm like, that was me growing up. Oh, I love that. And looking around going, who dropped me <laughs> off here? 
what is wrong with all these people? Um, and just feeling really different. And what's funny is majority of the clients I work with feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, where do we, where do we fit in this space? And we're different. You know, like, like a big bundle of love, you know, what do you do with mm -hmm. all that? Yeah. yeah. So I think Matilda, the girl with all the little, if you haven't seen that movie, I don't care how old you are. You need to watch that movie. I it's love a it. Great Perfect. Movie. That's awesome. Okay. And see, as people are getting to know you, it's like, what's interesting about Joe, what's your favorite food? Right now, chocolate vegan smoothies. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I, don't think, I don't think my diet's that exciting right now. Um, <laughs> but I feel like I'm getting away with something. I found these smoothies and I'm dumping all kinds of good stuff. And I've been on this turmeric kick and the cinnamon kick and almond butter. And I feel like, do you remember those Wendy's smoothies, the frosties? Yeah. It's like, it's like one of those. So yeah, I, it's not that exciting, but I'm all into it right now. You're going to have to message me that those are like all my favorite things. And I love trying new things. So I'll do it. I'll do a shout out for the, the turmeric chocolate fruit smoothie. Um, since you just had your book come out, we know there's a lot of things that come in and out of our life that influence us. What is a book that's actually impacted your life? I have so many. Um, can I just list like, yeah. Okay. So, um, in the last year, the courage to be disliked. And mm -hmm. I found that book through Joe Vitale. He actually wrote the foreword for it. Um, it's written by a couple of guys in Japan and, um, it's called the courage to be disliked will change your life. I recommend it to all my clients. Um, after that, I would say, you see, Oh, the conscious parent by Dr. Shafali, mm -hmm. because the conscious parent will not only change. I don't even care if you have kids. Actually, I don't think you should be allowed to have kids until you read the book, but <laughs> you know, that's just my opinion. Um, but it will not just change how you see your relationship with your children, but up in front and the very, very, like in your front of your face, it's like, whoa, what about my parents? Mm. You, you totally changes the way you see your parents, which will in turn completely change the way you see your relationship with your kids. It's, it'll empower your kids. It frees your, it frees you from that, that thread to your parents, you know, where you, you either want to blame them or, you know, whatever we do in our back of our brain. So yeah, the conscious parent life-changing, I would say you are a badass by Jen Sincero. Yeah, because her and my writing are so similar. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Um, and you're a badass at making money. Great book. Um, what else? You know, I love everything. Caroline Mace, Archetypes, Anatomy of the Spirit, all of that. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting one. Oh, and Living Kindly. Nice. That's of a course. great book. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I love it. Hey, that's great. And I always like to take some notes too, because I mean, as entrepreneurs and leaders and learners, it's great to get recommended book lists. That's how we grow. Right. Right. I love it. Um, the one thing has been a really <clears throat> amazing one. I always recommend to entrepreneurs. It's just like huh. helps for people who really want to isolate and be looking at one thing at a time, just to mm -hmm. bless you with one back. And I'll send you, you some of mine. You can pick, you can pick a favorite. I'll see which one to send to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> what has been your work and educational history journey to this point? Oh, so I'm a travel junkie and I find that you can learn a lot by traveling and experiencing different cultures, different people. I grew up as a military brat. So I looked around at all the people around me and loved that energy. Like everyone was a different color. When you went to a person's house, yeah. the, the house smelled different because of the different foods, the different fabrics on the, on the pillows, on the sofa, the different fabrics on the curtains. Um, just that diversity, I crave diversity. So that's mm -hmm. how I grew up. And then going to a private Christian school and sort of examining that world and then going to a public school and sort of watching that world um, was a big eye opener for me. I went to school for actually psychology mm -hmm. um, and journalism and, and going through the, the coursework in psychology, I would look around, and I'm an empath and I'm an intuitive. So I had all these students around me, Trina, and I would be like, not realizing all my gifts, reading all their junk. And mm -hmm. I was like, wow, all of these people are so broken and they're diving into this field of psychology to escape their brokenness Yeah. instead of dealing with it. And I quickly was like, yeah, I don't think this is a field I want to go into. And I was super sensitive anyway. I, um, I don't think I would have been very good at it because I am an empath. So I was carrying everybody's stuff. Yeah. Um, 
but for me, travel was huge and, and always has been for like learning about different um, cultures, even here, just in the U S mm-hmm. and then, I mean, your question was basically education and what led me here. I would say what actually led me here was the biggest catapult was working in the corporate world mm-hmm. and realizing I wasn't any good at it uh-huh. and realizing sitting in a consultation with clients and patients and feeling all their stuff and knowing their whole story and not being able to help them the way they needed to be helped Mm. and seeing them trying to change things in their physicality but that wasn't the problem yeah because I could see oh that's about that that's not about that you know so it was like whatever um but that for me was a big I would say that was school for me that's that makes sense. And that kind of answer with the next one of what inspired you to do what you're doing now. But I think you kind of touched on that, right? Because oh, I was asked to leave the corporate world. Oh, tell me, I didn't hear that story. So I worked with clients and um, every morning we would have a morning meeting about who was coming in that day and how we could better serve them and love on them. And, you know, we did all kinds of um, just different cosmetic procedures and, um, all kinds of things. I won't get too far into it, but um, sorry, I, I'm working from home and I can hear my kids coming and going, this should be interesting um, <laughs> here in the next few minutes. We'll see what happens. Right. So <laughs> I actually would have a client and, and like say his name was Bob. And I would say, you know, everybody be really kind to Bob because I feel like something medically is going on with Bob. I don't feel like he's going to be here by the end of the summer. So please give him grace, compassion, please be patient with him. He's difficult. I know it. He, he's not a nice man. And then sure enough, by August, he, he died. So I kept doing this over and over and again. And it was, my employees were just like, something's here, like something's going on. And I guess the information got up to my supervisor and my supervisor flew in and was like, Hey, you're making your staff uncomfortable. Mm. And he was like, don't do that anymore. And then he pulled me aside and said, but if anything was wrong with me, you'd tell me, right? <laughs> and I was like, this is so getting weird. Um, so eventually, you know, they were bought by a Japanese company. And I'm, I'm sure part of it was has to do with costs and replacing me, you know, paying someone quite a bit less. Um, but also, I think I had outstayed my welcome, mm. you know, and, and I just, it would be like you going and getting a corporate job. I mean, it would be like a slow death. <laughs> Eventually the people around you would be like, are you really happy here? Cause you seem really tired and um, a little edgy. And so I'm sure towards the end, I wasn't at my best. Um, but thank God that that rug was pulled out from under me because it just shifted me into deciding, okay, now, now I can decide who I want to be. Who mm-hmm. am I really? Cause I don't have to worry about disappointing anyone. I don't have to worry about anybody liking me. I'm alone. <laughs> I lost like all my friends with my, my job because they weren't really my friends to begin with. Mm. They were employees that were putting up with me and happy to, you know, I, I was a giver and a caretaker archetype and I was bleeding out to people. And of course people are happy to receive. Um, but then, you know, when I lost that job and that role, everybody just sort of disappeared. Um, gone. gone. And what a blessing. What a blessing to be curled up on the sofa alone in your living room, you know, six months from living in a van down by the river for you to pull your head out and go, okay, what am I not honoring in my life? What gifts am I not honoring? Number one. And how did I manifest this situation? Yeah. Was I not being authentic? Was I doing kind things for the wrong reasons? I mean, everything in the chapter of the book, you know, chapter five is is all about how kindness isn't about being warm and fuzzy and bleeding out to other people. It's about honesty. It's about showing up and loving others when it brings you joy for no expectation. No, you don't want anything in return. Yeah. You don't even care if they're grateful. Yeah. You just do it because you love them and not. Yeah. And it makes you happy too. <laughs> That's right. It, it's neat how it works that way. That generosity, loving on people, thing. <laughs> hospitality. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's, that's what I love about you. Well, so many things I love about you, Joe, but that <laughs> part of your story, I mean, ditto you, girl, ditto. Oh God, I love it. Like, yeah, you, you've seen me. I'm so real. Like I, 
<laughs> Join up and have some sob stories sometimes. And then people reach out like, wow, I needed that. I was having a hard day too. It's like, yes, we're all humans. I love it when you're like, we're all a hot mess. We all have stuff going on. Nobody has it perfect. And that's part of the journey of perfect. And, and take it the next level, Trina. The people mm. that look like they have it all together, they kind of scare me. Because I'm like, What's you, going got, on? you got bodies buried in your backyard because <laughs> something's not right because you're just too put together. And I think right now, all the women that are around us, and you recognize this, they're craving that raw, real gritty, authentic, you know, authentic, you know, authentic space of authenticity and raw, like, because it makes them feel seen, it makes yeah. them feel understood, and it gives them yeah. a safe place to land. That's right. We should sometime, you and I, do a live in, like, the women business group in our total messy bun pjs like it'd be fun we should do a coffee chat or something like oh a yeah my how can my hair up in the towel real life man like so big that's what retreats are for right yep exactly All right so you kind of got into this do you feel like what kind of obstacles have you had to overcome to live your dream life i know there's been many and that was a big part of the work story has there been like a personal story part of that? Read say your so something repeat that again. Something I've overcome. Yeah. yeah. What kind of obstacles have you had to overcome to live your dream life? You know, I would say the one that, and I'm still working through this. I don't know why this is such a kicker. Um, I know a lot of women, especially clients, that are experiencing the same thing. We work through all of this where we're like raw, we're real, and we're finding our tribe, and these amazing people are coming to us because we're finally being who we are. But yet we have a parent mm. who we still don't want them to know we got that tattoo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Or we we have this sliver of fear of not being accepted. This mm. there's just you know sometimes there's this one part of us. Like I know this weekend I have a, a thing to get together with in-laws, and I'm like, you know, when they ask me what do you do for a living, mm. I have to have like a certain answer that yeah. they can understand and it, and it's not they're good people they're kind they're great people but i have to have an explanation so david tells tells people i'm a life coach and i am like i am sure as hell not a life coach but that's what he explains like, it as say, yeah people have to be able to put you in some kind of a box for them to be okay you know they yeah. need to be comfortable with who you are and then they understand how to have a, a dialect with you and you know a conversation and so um that's something that I'm still like, like, I know I've got this amazing support system of, 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 you know, high vibe girl tribe that know me to the core and accept every part of me. And then I know I have all these amazing clients that are like, Oh my God, Joe, you changed my life with your coursework. Um, and I, it's such an accepting space. And then there's this little sliver of, can you let go of that? Can mm -hmm. you stop caring about that? And um, I would say that's a personal growth thing I'm still working through. And that's probably why I teach it and preach it. Because that's what we do. Yeah. That, <laughs> you yeah. know, it gets us stronger and working through that is being in action as we're giving it to others, as we're teaching it to others. And then we can also relate in our stories because we're still working on stuff. None of us are perfect. Um, you know, I would say a couple of years ago, 2017, I lost my birth father. And then 10 days later, I lost my stepfather and they were on two opposite ends of the spectrum. As far as my relationship with them, two completely different relationships. Yeah. And it was such a revelation for me to recognize that spirit. And when we pass, there are no limits to the love on that other side. Mm. And that the most kind, loving, cleanest, honest, beautiful parts of our soul are what keep moving through time after we pass. And when they pop in and connect with us, those little butterfly kisses and the whispers and the nudges are from the most beautiful parts of them, regardless of how much they sucked on this planet, <laughs> like how they failed miserably as a parent on this planet or a friend or a sibling or a brother or whatever it is that we recognize. And there's such grace and forgiveness in that space. When you recognize when we move on, we don't have to carry the ugliness yeah. and, and the things we weren't good at. We're just in that pure space of just this love and this ball of light and the soul, whatever you want to call it, an angel, whatever it is. Um, so that was a very, um, that was the summer of personal growth, That's losing two people you, you felt completely different about. 
-hmm. And I'm like, now they're both hanging out together and they got my back and they're looking out for me and they're probably buddies. I mean, who knows? Right. I mean, it's just fun to like play around with it, but that was a, um, a real, that was a real season, you know, losing a corporate job, big life lesson, losing two people like that. So, you know, within a few days of each other, big lesson, um, lots of lessons. Lots of lessons. I love this too, because it's giving people like a little glimmer, um, a little insight of to kind of the work you do just sprinkled throughout this interview. So I love that so much. Um, I think you're going to love this one just because knowing your reach, what would you say was your key to expanding your reach and connection with influential leaders? This is crazy. This is what people don't realize. Highly successful, powerful, driven, powerhouse women at the top of their game, they need a safe place to land to. Where Amen. do they go? Where do they go? Look at us. That's why I coach leaders. Exactly. Like, <laughs> You're like high five, right? Yeah, that's. <laughs> wait, wait, here we go. This way. How do we do this? <laughs> okay, wait, no, there. I think on the other side, there you go. But it's true. It's true. Like it is, I always yeah. say it's only at the top. It's so like if you're doing the emotional work with them and I'm doing like the, the business side of it and just that real, the behind the scenes when they're like, it, it's lonely because you're pouring into everyone else. Yeah. And they think that you got it all together and you're like, that's cute. Human. You, you think I got it all together because for five minutes I was on a live with something profound. It, it didn't <laughs> even come from me. It came through me. Like I can't even take credit for it. You think I got it all together. That's cute. That's really cute. So I would say for people expanding their reach, I would say show up and love on women who you think have it all together. Mm -hmm. Show up and support them and cheer them on. And you know, um, there's a there's a gentleman that wrote one of the um, chapters in the in the book Living Kindly, and he wrote an app called the Love Bomb. Mm, cool. And it sends like love messages to people, like you love bomb people. So you know, you and I are big on this is sending people love bombs and being like, yeah. I see you, I'm cheering you on. I know we're all crazy busy, you know, and for me, it's, Hey, I feel like you've got stuff going on in your life right now. That's really heavy and dense. And I'm just showing up to remind you that you're a freaking rock star. And, mm -hmm. and I know you've overcome a lot and, and I'm just over here, little me just cheering you on. <laughs> um, and also networking with other groups of women and showing up for them, expecting nothing in return because mm -hmm. God, the universe, you can't fool around. Like you can't be a trickster. You don't yeah. get away with nothing. If you're showing up for the wrong reasons, because you think something's going to come back to you, mm -hmm. it will not end well. And That's you'll right. be exhausted and burn out in that type of a treadmill cycle. You know, it won't work. So true. That's one of my favorite ways to, if we say love bomb people, <laughs> mm -hmm. if they live close to me is to take someone who is a leader, someone I just see is like pouring into others. They're always the one who is leading these huge you know, fundraisers or mm -hmm. donations and just show up and bring them dinner. Be like, Hey, what, what time do you usually eat? And I'm like, Oh, six. Okay. Dinner's on me tonight. And just show up and they're They're always like shocked almost to tears. And their husband's like, Oh, they're fine. And she's like, thank yeah. you. <laughs> it's like just a break. Yeah. Because it is though. Those of us who are always pouring into others, there mm -hmm. I think is a special space too for leaders where it's just like mm -hmm. you can rest and recharge because you always have to be serving at a higher level and also means face higher level problems right. <laughs> because of your growth and leadership. It's just a different game. Yeah. So I'm so glad it's, it's so funny. It's so funny. I told somebody this one time, I said, people think that people that are like celebrities or Grammy award-winning artists, number one, best-selling authors. Like I have some, some high caliber clients, like some amazing women in my life that I'm like, well, you're not my client now. Now you're my friend. Like I'm in love with you. Like you're an amazing human. And I always say to them, you know, people that are just like, oh, they're this or they're that, they don't have problems. Like, I'm like, no, it gets harder the harder up you are because not, and I, I had this, um, this, this story I thought, well, I just made it up. It's not true, but it would be like, you know, you don't get invited to the neighborhood barbecue and you're like, you know, butthurt about it. <laughs> like our kids use that word, right? They say butthurt. Your panties are in a wad about it or you're hurt or offended. You know, you're sad. I wasn't invited to the barbecue or the birthday party. And I said, well, compare that to not getting invited, you know, in the Escalade with the Foo Fighters while they're cruising through LA because they don't have enough, enough seats. Like, <laughs> like is which one's going to hurt more? 
I mean, like, it's just a bigger, like, disappointment, you know, getting invited to be on Oprah and then getting uninvited to be on Oprah. I mean, <laughs> what's your level of disappointment? I mean, it all stinks and it's all hard, but everyone experiences it. Exactly. And these, and these high level, amazing, driven, successful women, they all need a safe place to land and they need the grace of all of us because they're out there doing it, being successful, making us all look good. So let's hold a little space for them from a different vantage point that they are really human and they are really a hot mess too. And some of them are more of a hot mess than um, people who look like they're a hot mess that live next door or something. I mean, they <laughs> right. just have a good PR team. It's true. That's true. <laughs> I did a lot of high-end like celebrity yeah. yes. coaching for years. And, you know, it was one of those, are, it's so exciting, but you can't tell anyone you worked with them because, you know, you can't That's share that's and my life. Everything's quiet. I can't talk to anyone. So I love it when we get together because we can just be, we can just be friends. And it's, I know, <laughs> I get it, Joe. I'm so like, can you, a- can you tell your other friends like on the, on the TV show about me? Could, could you maybe do a post? Oh no. I'm like the secret. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in their life but thanks <laughs> and that's okay this is like yeah. we're behind the scenes I'm always like all of heaven is cheering you on you know yeah. it's like it's it's quiet celebrations here but I'm always shiny good job good job Joe you can tell me yes it was just an awesome awesome session right quiet applause quiet validation <laughs> right like yeah like you've touched on it in different ways but what message are you wanting to share through your work like, oh and I don't want to put Joe in a box, but I just want to let you like have that space to communicate like mm-hmm. what message you want to share through your work. We are so powerful. We are so powerful. I think if women recognize their power, like if I knew what I was capable of that I recognize right now, five years ago, I might've never left the house. Yeah. I might've curled up under the covers and been like, there's just no way. <laughs> there's just no way. Like, I can't carry that. Like, that's a lot. Um, we are so powerful. And the flip side of that is in our thoughts and our words. The, this book that I'm a part of, I manifested in two and a half days. I literally put out to the universe, to God, I said, I want to co-author a book. I will work my butt off to get it to number one. I will write the best chapter ever. I just don't want to carry the weight of a book completely on my own right now. Two and yeah. a half days later, that's how much time it took to make the connection. And that person reach out to me and say, yeah, you're in. We want you in the, I'm like, what is happening? Thanks. What that means is our thoughts and the conversations we're having in our head, we're actually having conversations with God and all the troopers and the angels and our dead grandmother and everything that's got our back that wants an epic, amazing adventure and journey for us in this lifetime. And that wants prosperity and health and wealth and phenomenal relationships and friendships like ours. Like there's like a whole collaboration yeah. happening. They're busy and they are listening. So I would say that the big thing I want people to know is that, and that all of us also have all of these intuitive powers, these intuitive gifts and skills. It runs through our body. It's a part of us. We all have that red phone to God, to the divine. We're always hearing these nudges and whispers. And I will say this, the people that are like, my life is hard. And it's like Sisyphus pushing that big boulder up the the mountain and every day it rolls back. And then they push that big boulder the next day and it rolls and they're not having any fun. And they're not seeing miraculous things in their life and serendipity and the right person show up at the right time and the $20 in your pocket when you never carry cash, but you find it in your winter coat pocket the next season, you're like, Whoa, $20, let's have some hot cocoa at the ice rink. They only take cash. Like those moments yeah. happen to people when they're in alignment mm-hmm. with their soul's purpose. And the way you do that is by letting, you know, letting go of old stories, you know, stepping into who you fully are unbecoming who you weren't to begin with and honoring this as like it's sacred space and it's a big deal and it's really important and when you start doing it that intuitive like the nudges and the whispers they get a little louder they get a little more defined it's that feeling in your gut like you know you're supposed to do something and it makes no sense to anybody around you and you go do it anyway it's that um hand at your back that you feel that's like pushing you to go across the room and have a conversation with someone you have no idea why and then it ends up being this amazing collaboration it's like it was six months of us going you're in your head and I'm in mine going okay I have to connect with Trina I don't know what's going on there but I need to I gotta find the and life was crazy and 
And then we get together and you're like saying the same thing. You're like, I know I've been meeting to get up with you. And it was just like, it was like, we've known each other our whole lives. Yeah, exactly. And that's what listening to that. And then once you start listening to those intuitive nudges and whispers, it actually builds your emotional intelligence Mm -hmm. and it broadens, it makes it from like a coffee straw. You're sucking that intuition through that coffee straw to like a big milkshake straw and things become a little more fluid in your life. You feel much less alone. Your mind gets quieter, your anxiety sort of like softens in your chest. Um, things just start sort of working out. Yeah. It's that's so awesome. hard. Yeah. And, and that's the work. That's what I do. That's the work. That's what I love. Well, and that's kind of like it says, what can people expect when they work with you? I mean, life, life changing, life yeah. changing. I don't think you can go through my coursework and come out the other side and not see the world completely different. And not yeah. see the world and go, wow, all these people in my life, like I'm that powerful. Like it's all dinner and a show. Like they're on the stage moving back and forth. And, and I've called this person in, I've called this person in and they're this archetype and they're that archetype. And, oh, oh, and my parents who, you know, like some people I've been blaming my parents all these years and I pick them <laughs> and the lessons <laughs> and all these people sh- like, like all of a sudden you take a step back and that you soften your story, yeah. soften and forgiveness washes over you. And it just changes you. You cannot go through this work and not feel it on a cellular level. You yeah. just can't. That's true. That's true. And you, you're more like about the attraction and you bring people in. So I don't know if this one applies, but for you, do you have an insight for how you're getting your favorite, like clients you work with or interviews you're doing, or do you just draw it in? that part I, of I they just sort of show up and, and what's interesting is most of 99% of my clients were referred by a friend and so this is what happens yeah a friend takes my course and they're like lit up and they're they're like feeling things change and the dance feels a little more fun this life thing and um they're 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 starting to see the world now through this new lens and they're like oh nothing's really what I thought it was and I'm okay yeah. with that it's even better and so they start operating from this higher frequency. So then they go hang out with their girlfriends on a Friday night and they look around the room and they're like, I don't even know if I know you people anymore. Yeah. And so, so then they start looking at the people that they really love. They're really ride or die girlfriends. And they're like, okay, so this is the deal. I took this course from this, this girl named Joe and I really need you to take this course because I don't want to outgrow you. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, I really love you and it changed my life. And I, I would love you to be a part of this journey. I'm really seeing the world differently. I'm not angry at my ex-husband anymore. It's the weirdest thing. Um, my kids, I'm not worrying about day and night anymore. I feel like they're powerful. And I, I just, my shift in my energy and my, you know, the way I'm like psychically or spiritually or, or heart centered linked to them is changed. Yeah. Um, I'm not so stressed out. Like I've changed. And I want you to have this experience too. And, and I, I don't want to outgrow you because that's what happens is, yeah. you know, this from all your personal growth. Like that's why you and your husband do these things together because yep. you're, you don't want to be like, come on <laughs> or him either. He's taking this. I'm like, well, then I better take that cost because we just talked about yep. language anymore. Yeah. You can't contribute. Yeah. Exactly. And, and so, so that's kind of what happens. And I do promote a little bit. Sometimes I'll feel like on social media, I'll feel like and I have a list of about four or five women right now that I know I'm feeling them. I've been feeling them watch me for about six months. I'm like, they want, they want to connect. And so I just mainly am visible for the, the simple reason of I'm right here. I'm here when yeah. you're ready. Yeah, right. I feel you pulling at me, but I'm not going to come after you. I'm not going to like, you know, I might send a love note or something, but I'm never like, you need to take my course. Um, but I can feel it. So usually when someone messages me, I'm like, why'd you wait so long? Thinking, yeah, I'm waiting for this <laughs> message from you for six months, and there's someone I never talked to, even, but I know. Yeah, yeah. that would be yeah. actually fun. I may have to start doing that and writing some of the names in my calendar just because it's interesting. Like, I've had a couple recently, some more celebrities, and they just message me, and I'm like, cool, okay, they're ready to do something. Like, they have all of this attention and they don't know what to do with it. That's a real common. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. And and they need a safe place to land and they need people like us to be like, it's okay. Yeah. Let me remind you of your power. Let me remind you you're made of star stuff. Let me remind you that you're a divine, infinite creature on this planet. And these lessons showing up that are making you crazy. You've called in 
and it's just a new person, new face, yep. same lesson. Yep. And, and let's stop with the crazy train. That's right. And let's unplug. And I think, you know, especially being so like visible, especially with celebrities, it's hard because if they're an empath, mm-hmm. can you imagine? Yeah. You know, especially social media and all that energy coming at you. And so um, my specialty is teaching empaths how to unplug. Mm-hmm. And your yep. specialty is is primarily working with empaths, but teaching them how to focus and 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 connect with that 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 laser focus, calm, easily uh, easily attacked mm-hmm. business approach. It's the pieces of the puzzle. It's not so overwhelming because they're like yeah. they're everywhere as an empath. That's right. That's why I love working with you because like you can I'm like calm and opened up and settled and then ours is like the structure for them to take that focused energy and then you know it's like into the program or whatever they want to do it's just beautiful it's so beautiful we're such a good team (laughs) i love it i love you girl um this one's gonna be fun and i'm actually really interested in this and people keep asking me about you because with your whole lift a sister up and so this is what would you recommend to people who are wanting to gain traction in their social media networks and grow their audience because what you did with Lift a Sister Up was pretty phenomenal. I, I'm big on collaborating with other groups. Mm-hmm. And, and everything from sharing posts with each other and, and tagging each other. And it's just about the movement and the energy and the support. Like mm-hmm. you're literally just lifting, lifting, lifting. And, and it's just this exchange. So a lot of times I'll tell women, well, find your people, get a group of women together that have, you know, different, you know, social media platforms. And, you know, every... Monday, you share this person's stuff. Every Tuesday, you share it. And like you rotate. Yeah. And there's a lot of groups that are like that. Um, and I connected with some really great groups of really supportive people. And it was a lot of good exposure for all of us. Like we all benefited from it. Um, but I will say this, if your intention out of the gate, you got to really know what your intention is. Yeah, for sure. Be- because if it's, a, if it's, if it's, if it's not from like the cleanest space, mm-hmm. like if you show up and give and you hope, you know, that the, the return will come back and the following and the connection with other people will be great. You can hope it, but I'm a big believer in expect that it's already happened. Yeah. Imagine in your head, throw a party, be in massive gratitude and then set it on fire and let it go mm-hmm. and release it. Love it. Well, that intention is a big deal because there's, my husband always says, he's like, there are people who wish it would happen, people who um, make it happen, or those who sit around wondering what happened, you know, and that's very intentional. And it's like, celebrate, like it already happened. And And then let it go. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. But you know, it's like by connecting Mm -hmm. intentionally with, with groups, because it seems like the ones you connect with, they're also positive and similar mm-hmm. messages, you know? Yeah. Very- and, and the more often you show up and the more raw and real and gritty you are, yep. like the more who you really are, if you show up and you're like branding and you're like, Hey, uh, people <laughs> like me don't want nothing to do with you because we're like, we see it. We're yeah. like, Oh God, you're hurting. You're carrying this. You're carrying that. You're... So the people that are really like in that heart centered space, are going to be repelled by that energy. Yeah. Whatever. Cause it's not really you. Exactly. Yeah. It can't be fun either. That doesn't look like fun. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. Let's see. And I don't know that someone can replicate you. I was going to say, if someone wanted to do what you do, what skills or training would they need? But I don't know that you can duplicate Joe, just like you can't duplicate me. Okay. I mean, there's, I, I, I think that everyone has the gifts of intuition. I would blanket that. I believe everyone does because we're divine and and we're made of energy and energy is infinite. And um, all of those great things. Um, But I would say, instead of duplicating, everyone's got their own magic sauce. Like everyone's got their own like sliver of star stuff that's completely different from everyone else. And I think that our journey and purpose on this planet, it's like top five. It's got to yeah. be in the top five is figuring out who you really are. That's right. Separate from your roles, separate from the world around you, that alone, quiet space where you're like, who am I really? If I didn't care what my parents thought, I didn't care what my friends thought. If, if I was just somewhere where I was infinitely 
full of possibilities and potential and I had no adult responsibilities, who would mm. I be? Because mm -hmm. that's who you are. So go be that person. <laughs> that's right. I love it. I love it. Well, and so Joe, what's the best way for people to contact you? If someone wanted to work with you, there's going to be women right now. They're going to listen to this podcast and they're going to be so excited and they're going to want to work with you. How can they connect with you? So I am pretty visible. You could, I think I'm pretty easy to find. Um, uh, my website should be up and running here in the next week. It's under a little bit of construction, but once it's up and rolling, um, you can connect with me through lift a sister up, no lift a sister up.com or lift a sister up.net. Either of those, you can find me on Facebook. I'm obviously on Trina's friends list. Yeah, there you go. Cause I'm special. No, I'm um, yeah, I can know. connect you if you, yes. can, I'll put you in a personal yes. message. Well, and this is, this is what's been such a blessing for me is I've, I've never really had to do a lot of marketing because people find me and their friends send their friends. And so I'm pretty much always booked and always busy, which is a, a, a huge blessing, but you know, I love bringing on about four or five new clients a month, mm -hmm. um, and, and moving them through the work on top of like my existing continued clients and my continuing education with those clients but it brings me such joy. It's funny. The other day I was like, okay, I'm going to have a day off and I didn't do any sessions and I was lost. You love that connection. Yeah. I was like, who am I going to love on today? Like, what do people do? Like, how do people, <laughs> I have to do housework. What? <laughs> so yeah, reach out to me. So I don't have to do housework. Yeah, I'm on a session. Somebody else. <laughs> There you go. I'd be so appreciative. That's, right? that's perfect. Well, and okay. So this is just a fun for me. There's a book I've been working on that's hashtag to your younger self. And so I would love to know for you, like all of my people I interview are getting included in this book. So do you have a hashtag that you would write to your younger self? Okay, so I hope this doesn't offend anybody. Trina's like, oh Lord, what's coming? I got um, my pen. <laughs> I got my pen. I would say you are a badass soul. Yes. Because I believe if our life has been hard and it's been challenging, it's not because the world is like throwing something in our way. It's not because, you know, things are hard for us and things are happening to us. But if you imagine for just a second that your soul is such a rock star that it chose these really challenging seasons of your life because you're amazing, because you're powerful, because you're capable, because you're a badass. Like if you look at those challenges, like, man, like now when I have a hard day or something happens, I'm like, boy, I must be a freaking rock star. Yes. This sucks. Yeah. Like it totally changes the way I look at that moment or I'm like, this is hard. Yeah. And I'm like, boy, I must be all that in a bag of chips. Cause who would pick this? This is insane. <laughs> Completely different mindset. So freeing, so empowering, so liberating. It actually makes your, your body and your chest feel like it goes and like takes up a little more space. Like, yeah, yeah I got this. I mean, it's just, even when you're in the mud, if you can just consider that one thing, that little thought can be life-changing for people. I so yeah, it. I wish, I wish when I, you know, and, and fear is a liar. I remember um, one of the first self-help books, I was the weirdest kid girl, Trina. <laughs> I was so weird. One of my first self-help books, I was probably 12 in the self-help section of the, I mean, I was so weird. Um, and one of my first books I ever read, cause my childhood was, it was hard. It was really hard. One of my first books was feel the fear and do it anyway. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. And it talked about how, you know, if you imagine a check, like a um, tic-tac-toe board, those little squares, yeah. there's many pieces to a whole. There's like nine squares and you got reciprocity and you got spirituality and you got friends, family, hobbies, work, health, like whatever those boxes are, there are many pieces to us. And you got to move through all these pieces and puzzle pieces of your life and feeling that fear just keep moving. Because yeah. is it, is it going to kill you? I mean, maybe that should be the hashtag. hashtag. Is it going to kill you? <laughs> really? But did it kill you, Trina? Like it almost did. Maybe. Almost. Up one half, four times. <laughs> but I see you sitting here. So did it kill you? Really? So, but did it, and I, <laughs> but did it kill you? 
that, that's awesome well and you were there yesterday i had a pretty vulnerable uh live in one of my groups and women in a business group and it was interesting because uh like today my son my type 1 diabetic son was having a bit of a down day and he just was kind of like you know, mom, most of the time I handle this really well, but today I just wish there was a cure for type one diabetes. Like I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of being so strong. I'm tired of worrying about, you know, how much I have to make to afford these medical supplies on my own. He knows he'll be 18 next year. And, you know, and he was, um, he just laid back for a minute and he was just like, we used to have a monthly, like breakdown crying session almost it was lit, like every month since he was four. And now it sneaks up on us once in a while, I think, cause his appointments next month, but it hadn't happened in a long time. And one of my friends had posted this little quote about entrepreneurs the other day. And so I told them, I said, Hey, it's because you're an entrepreneur. I said, you know, there's a little, uh, a quote my friend put it, and it was like all in the same. It was like five bullet points. You know, you're an entrepreneur. If it's like, I'm doing great, man, I suck. This is hard. Oh no, I'm awful. Yay. I'm awesome. I can do this. <laughs> and you know, sometimes it's all in the same hour. Mm -hmm. And I just told him you're an outside the box thinker. It's because you're so strong, you know, and he knows we've done all the work. Like our whole business is helping people take and figure out that purpose, wringing out all the blessings from those challenges and putting it into a way they can literally pay that love and learning forward in their own signature program or speaking on stages. Like he's a, he's a force. When you meet Wyatt, you'll be like, oh man, this kid is just brain shiny all over. It's just, but he goes in my, of my friends. I'm always the one who's either super up or, or super down. I'm like, yeah, it's because you're he's, he's the guy that's where's this. He's the, 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 the person we're talking about. We talk about these amazing women. Where do they land? Where's right. their safe spot? Who shows up in their little circle and says, you know, this is hard because you're meant for big things and because your soul is a badass soul. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're badass. a big deal. Literally said that to me too. He goes, mom, I wonder if I could just get paid to listen to people because people literally share their stuff. They know I can take it because I've been through hard things and they just dump their stuff. And I should be like, yeah, son, <laughs> that's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> my friend Joe, have you listened to mom the last 20 years? You know, it's like, absolutely. There's a space and place for people who can listen and help. And mm -hmm. I said, as a consultant, a mentor, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. yeah. So I love that you hold that space for leaders. I love that. That's how you drew me in. You know, I love ethically. I went through your course because for me, I want to be able to know exactly what it is people teach. So mm -hmm. I can help magnify their influence in the world like that is my whole yeah. thing and because you're my friend when I took you through my course I was particularly nervous I actually was like I'm kind of nervous so this feels like because usually I show up and, and right out of the starting gate I tell my clients look in order for me to do this work and love on you and hold space for you and the and for spirit to show up for you and you know you're everybody that needs to show up in this mission and this in this this movement and these sessions and and moving through this coursework I can't be in the way. So I can't care if you like me. I can't care if what you think I say doesn't make sense in the moment, or I feel, you know, like, oh, maybe I didn't say that quite right. Like, I can't give a crap about any of it. I just have to show up in love and yep. let that move through me. So it was interesting as I took you through the course, I was like, so I'm a little nervous because I actually really like you and we're friends. <laughs> I was like, but we're going to do this and I can do this. It was really cute. It was, I don't know if you noticed that, but I was like, so it was funny. perfect. And, and to your credit, <laughs> I would, I would bet like my life on it, honestly, that I have done more personal work and more advanced training and all that than anyone you'll ever coach. And I thought you did a phenomenal job and it helped me through some things that let me just say after taking your course, <laughs> I'll have to share the rest of the story later, but I had okay. some of my biggest, massive, um, financial, emotional, just huge wins for me personally. And my husband never before has called me a badass, but he was consistently calling me a badass, which was kind <laughs> of that's so hot. I'm sorry. That's so hot in their relationship. That's so hot. That's great well, things for your marriages too. Yeah. And so, and maybe the person We'll, we'll see if you've met anyone, but we've been together since we we're 15 and just celebrated our 24 year anniversary. But something cool this last week, I literally told my husband, I think it was Saturday. I invented our own holiday and it's called our new versary. 
because I was like, our kids are almost white. It's almost 18 next year. Abby's almost 12. I'm like, we have this whole new space of creation in our life. We have more degrees and training now than, you know, I can count and we get to create in a new space. So I was like, let's have our own new nursery. It's our own next chapter. And we're going to make it what we want. It doesn't have to be like anything we just get to create. So we'll see what comes next out of that. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. And I'm so glad to hear that you, you felt like the course was, was impactful. It was, it was, I, fun. it was really cool. It was, I know sometimes you're like, are you there? I'm like, I'm just loving it. This me time. Like even, I think I had to do a couple of sessions in my truck just cause I drive driving live videos. I'm like, I'm sitting, I'm safe. I'm in a park, not under a tree. Like my doors are locked. I'm just going to recline. And it was hey, cool. It was really people, cool. people Love have her. no excuse not to take my course. Like sure. I got women hiding in their closets and their garages and their, you know, like just, just yeah. for an hour and a half. Yeah. I mean, an hour and a half to change your life. Boom. Yeah. And one of the parts I love so much is it wasn't like, I'm not one of those people where it's like, oh, let's sit down and talk about your feelings. That's just never mm-hmm. going to be me. But it was almost like it wasn't I'm, that at all. It was I'm like, not into that. A beautiful journey. And I thought that was super cool. Um, yeah. And so I, it's my pleasure to recommend you. I love having you in my life. You're such an incredible fl- friend. I feel super blessed to know. And um, everybody, you have to reach out to Joe Davis or I will connect you. It's my pleasure. <laughs> Buy her book. Uh, say the name again so everybody it's, can. It's a co authored book. It's called Living Kindly Bold Conversations. I'll send you the link. And mm-hmm. it is a book with, with, you know, about a dozen authors from around the world trying to normalize random acts of kindness. My chapter, I should say this, is called Kindness is Badass. <laughs> Go, we're, all, we're all shocked. <laughs> we're so shocked which is about, oh no, not the word, um, which is all about kindness doesn't have to be warm and fuzzy and pink. And it, it doesn't have to be what you thought it was sitting in the church pew. Kindness can be raw and real and gritty and honest yeah. and clean and beautiful. And you can give and show up for people and not care what they think, not care who's looking, not even care if they're grateful, just do it because it, it fills your heart and your soul and it makes you it fills you with joy and um you know that's how you manifest more good things in your life because you're not attached to the end result you just do it because it feels right and um so yeah my that's my chapter so uh I love it so much. And I will totally post your links and where people can find you when I put the podcast up. I'll have a section for that down below. So we'll make sure that those are included. And of course, it's the number one bestseller as a collaborative work. I would not expect anything less from you, my friend, because oh, yeah. And like five or six. Five or, yes. Yeah. Bring people together and blow things up. Yes. In a good way. <laughs> All right. Well, it is such a pleasure to get to visit with you today, Joe. Everybody, um, I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. It was so much fun to get to know some of the fun behind the scenes and a little bit more of your story. Like, it's cool. We can always learn more. And I I love getting to see that part of you a little bit more cracked open, even to me as your friend. I get to know more and more about you. And thank you for sharing your heart and your experience with our audience. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We got our girl time today, right? That's right. We got our girl time. (laughs) Okay, your tiara, <laughs> you know, we'll have to have it in the mail with your yeah. thank you. That yeah, it cool. should be here soon. <laughs> okay, sounds awesome, Joe. Thank you so much. And you have an amazing, get to create an amazing rest of your week, okay? Thanks, girl. Bye, everybody. <laughs>